Welcome to the Emotioneering Podcast with me, Melissa Curran, founder and CEO of the Modern Mind Group. We're dedicated to improving your people skills so that you can have better relationships with others for a much more fulfilling life or career. People skills are not just a nice to have, they're a have to have. So when it comes to organizations as well, this really does impact the workplace and the results that you'll get from that. We're going to be delving into topics such as emotional intelligence, communication, leadership, workplace well-being, mental health, culture, and performance. I'm going to be answering your questions on all of these topics and sharing some insights from my career to help you move forward and definitely emotioneer a modern mindset. Make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel or on the Facebook page as well as LinkedIn. We look forward to connecting with you there. This episode, on this today, we are going to be talking about emotioneering self-awareness. Many people find it hard to understand what their strengths are or where their opportunities are for them to actually improve and to grow in their skill set and know where the improvements are that they can make. I'll give you an example. Just ask yourself the question, what do I need to improve on in my life? And if you're unsure of the answer, then it could indicate that actually you have low self-awareness or that you haven't had some feedback in a while on things that you could potentially improve on. So it could be that you've been working on certain sets of skills and haven't gone back to sort of recheck and get some of that feedback that you need in order to take the next step with where you're at. What is self-awareness? Many people talk about self-awareness. What is it? Well, it is actually the psychological state in which oneself becomes the attention. That's the definition of it. Yourself is the attention. You understand what is going on with you and you also understand what other people may be seeing or, or feeling or sensing when you are in their company or when they think of you from a personal brand perspective or when they spend time with you. So there's two types of self-awareness and the first one is your public self-awareness. So how other people perceive you and understanding how they perceive you. So it's not just about allowing them to, to make up their own minds. Yes, I agree. Uh, sometimes it's none of our business what others think, but in order for us to improve our self-awareness and improve our emotional intelligence, we do want to receive some feedback and understand how we are coming across to others because we may not know that actually we are being quite direct and it puts them on the defense or it could be that actually we are coming across uh, too needy or we're coming across in a way that uh, could be potentially um, damaging to the relationship that we have. It could be that actually you're coming across great and that you may find that out as well. But the public self-awareness is one area. And then the second area is your private self-awareness. This is how you see yourself. Your private self-awareness is how you see yourself. Now, it is even more important than your public self-awareness. And that's because if you joined the, the podcast that I was recording a couple of days ago, when we talked about the ego, and you would have listened to that, then we said that the ego is very interested in how other people see us. So we want to focus a lot 
on ourselves and how we feel about ourselves. Yes, get some feedback, but not to be too concerned so much with others and, and how they perceive us, just to get some feedback and then determine what our private self-awareness is. How we feel about ourselves is much more important and helps us to feel happier and more fulfilled long term. So how is it that other people see you? Have you had some feedback? Do you ask for feedback? If you ask people around you to say, you know, that last uh, time that you spent some time with me on a scale of one to 10, what number would you give it? And if they didn't give you a 10, that's okay. But say, what would have made it a little bit better for you? How could I have improved it, right? No matter what the relationship is, whether it's a professional or a personal one, it's okay to ask that question. But remember to ask it of people that, you really trust and respect their opinions and you know that they're going to be able to give you feedback in a way that isn't going to um, you know feel like they've just given you a poke in the eye right <laughs> so those are the two different types of self-awareness there's many different ways that we can improve our self-awareness so I'm going to talk about some of those now so first of all how do we improve private self-awareness because it is most important I'm going to talk about it first so the first thing that you can do is you can journal um, or do a daily diary right look for patterns but I would ensure that um, my suggestion would be to do it for at least a month at least 30 days now some people don't want to do it long term but if you're doing it for at least 30 days you're going to see some type of pattern of your understanding of yourself how you talk to yourself and how you're gauging the things that are happening within your life so you'll start to understand how you feel in terms of how you feel mentally as well as potentially physically and what your thoughts and behaviors are and you'll be able to look at your language back so that is a great way to understand what what you're thinking and your thoughts are and once they're down on paper it's a little bit easier to start to see the logical process or the pattern that is there Number two is a personality test or a psychometric test. Now, what I would say about these, they are great as a benchmark, just to understand a little bit. But what I wouldn't do is take them at face value and decide, right, that's it. That's who I am. I am who I am. I'm not going to change because that's a fixed mindset that says that we're not having the ability to learn and adapt when we know, in fact, that we can learn and we can adapt um, in our lives. So, if you are going to do a personality test, and I would encourage you to do it if you haven't done it. There's a great one by Myers-Briggs. There's one free online. It's called 16personalities.com. If you go on that, you can fill in the questionnaire and it will give you a detailed response. Now, it is your preferred learning style and interaction kind of communication style. It does by no means mean that you will not change. Ultimately, as we improve our self-awareness, as we reach more self-actualization, the aim is for us to be able to adapt our style depending on who we're talking to at that particular time. OK, so personality tests are great, but remember, they are just a guide. They are not it's not black and white it does not necessarily mean that it is what it is on that answer. Also, be mindful of the way that you fill them in. Whenever you fill them in, you should fill them in from the perspective that nobody else is going to see the answers and you go with what is true to you at that moment, not what other people would do or not trying to please anybody else by completing it. Complete it as honestly and as factually as you possibly can. OK, number three, the mindset score. If you go on to 
modernmindgroup.co.uk and you go on there and you go to free resources, you will see that there's a mindset score. The mindset score is fantastic at letting you know your current balance and your state of mind. It will talk about your mood and how low it could be. It will talk about your anxiety levels. It will be able to tell you how you feel socially and within the workplace and whether that's comfortable for you. And then the last part is that it will also tell you whether there are any phobias that you could be concerned of. So it is going to give you an overall mindset. You can actually have that assessment. It's completely free and you can receive that within 24 hours. So that's the mindset score. So just visit www.modernmindgroup.co.uk. Go to free resources and you can find the mindset score there. So it will really give you a clear benchmark of where you're at. And it will also give you some tips that will be shared with you on how you can actually improve it as well. Number four is values. Do you understand your personal values to yourself? Have you done this exercise and do you know what they are? I know what mine are because I went through this many years ago and I actually have them printed out and they are in a frame behind my desk to remind me of them all the time. Because what we understand about values is that we can often clash with other people over our values. For example, if one person values money, very highly and another person values generosity highly then often the decision making process or the things that can be discussed could end up leading to a, a clash not because you want to because your values have just been um, crossed by each other so uh, for example one of mine is support so if I see other people not being supportive of other human beings then I can get quite uh, frustrated by that because it's crossing a, a core value of mine. So if you go on to the, the um, Barrett Values Assessment Centre or the, the Barrett uh, Assessment Centre, you can get a free um, quiz on there that will again send you an analysis of your core values. You, there's about 100 different words on there. You pick 10. Some of them might be quite similar. It's quite difficult to whittle it down to 10. But when you do, it is able to give you an assessment of your values and what you value above all else. So it really can help you uh, to connect with others better or to understand where those boundaries and those lines are. For example, if I'm working in um, a company that is not a supportive environment, then I'm not going to want to continue to work there because I'm going to feel like um, I'm not happy because the supportive value that I really uh, rank as being quite high within my life is not being um, sort of fulfilled. It's not being satisfied. So therefore, I would be better off in a more supportive environment. And number five is the ego check-in. So I recorded also on the podcast uh, a couple of episodes ago, there were some statements that I read out and you could say yes or no or rank yourself on them in terms of how strongly you felt to those particular statements. So it can give you a really good indication of how much your ego is controlling you or whether you have a good handle on your ego. Uh, there's many quizzes. You can look them up if you just go on to Google and you type in ego check-in or ego quiz uh, you will be able to find that too so always great to find out you know what areas uh, that you can improve in so that is some things that you can do around the private self-awareness for yourself when it comes to improving your public self-awareness 
Well, there's a couple of things that you can do. So this is how you interact with others and really finding out what that feedback is. And it can help you close those perception gaps on how you feel you're coming across and how you are actually coming across in reality. Because remember, perception is reality. The other thing is, are we communicating what we know already to others and just assuming that they know it? right? That can sometimes happen. So the first thing that you can do, and if you're in a workplace that does this, then it's fantastic, is feedback, a 360 degree review uh, where people are asked anonymously to answer based on yourself. You will be asked to answer on other people, but you will receive that review and then you will be able to gauge it against how you thought you had done and how other people actually gauge you. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that just by, um, let's take emotional intelligence, for example. Imagine somebody marks you down on emotional intelligence um, and you'd mark yourself quite highly. It could be that you haven't demonstrated to that particular person those particular skills so they may not have seen that from you or their understanding of emotional intelligence isn't what it could be and therefore they've marked you down without really understanding uh, what it is so that's something to be mindful of but it, it definitely does give you a bit of a gauge remember it's just to get the feedback to understand what could be happening start to connect the dots piece together and then you can make a judgment on that as to whether that affects your private self-awareness or not okay number two ask people for their feedback if you're not asking others for their feedback if you're not speaking to your clients your customers your friends your family to get that feedback and say hey if you were to uh, tell somebody else about me what would you say right find out what is it that I could actually do much better at what am I not so good at help me out I really want to ensure that I can change develop grow and reach my own potential Number three is Johari's window. So this is four quadrants that talk about finding blind spots. So when you look up Johari's window and it's spelled J-O-H-A-R-I, Johari, is that in these four quadrants, you've got things that are known to you, although they're not known to others. You have things that are known to others and not known to you. Then you have things that are known to you and to others and then you have the the kind of the the uh, the unknown because you have things that are unknown to others and unknown to yourself so that could be the total sort of uh, potential that you have or skills that you haven't uncovered yet so what what Jahari is basically saying is that when we put ourselves out into the world and we have this this uh, self-awareness this public self-awareness then there's certain things that we'll decide to show to others and certain things that we will hide so it's a good way of kind of looking at the four quadrants and finding out what you know about yourself and how other people perceive you. So it can really help you from a personal brand perspective, as well as helping you to increase your emotional intelligence and your self-awareness overall. So those are my recommendations. Those are the tips on today's podcast. I hope that it has given you food for thought and that you can go into the world now looking to improve your emotional intelligence and your self-awareness, or just basically give you that validation that actually you've been doing a lot of things right and that you're moving in the right direction towards that modern mindset thanks for listening to the emotioneering podcast with me melissa curran today it's been great remember to subscribe to facebook linkedin youtube or all three you can also come to the website modernmindgroup.com where you can subscribe there stay in contact and let us know what you really think give us the feedback This is going to get better by knowing what you think 
Uh, has this given you food for thought? Has it helped you change something? What has it inspired? Let us know because that's why we're doing it. It's all about the people, people, people. <laughs> Have a great day and ciao for now.